Oh, yes. It is my pleasure to introduce to you again a good friend of the show and the station. We've spoken to her a few times over the years. Uh, it is Kira Lawrence, who is a fantastic campaigner for Men Cap, and she's on the phone this afternoon. Kira, how are you? Hi, James. I'm very well. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you very much. It's been a while since we've had a chat, actually, I think. Yes, I believe so. Well, there we go. But it does mean that there are loads of things because you have had, uh, let's be honest here, a very busy few months from what I've seen on social media. Mm-hmm. Always very busy. So um, one of the things, the big campaign at the moment, which I've seen that you're working on and we've been talking about uh, with your role over in Mencap, is the Treat Me Well campaign. Now, it looks really, really good. Very important. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Sure. So the Treat Me Well campaign is a campaign that we launched in February of this year, on the 15th of February. And it's called Treat Me Well, and it's Mencap's new campaign, and it's all about healthcare. And as we know, sadly, through our work at Mencap, we know that health professionals like doctors, like nurses, like people who work in hospitals, Mm -hmm. they don't know what a learning disability is. So it's our job to tell them what a learning disability is through training and through awareness so that when people with a learning disability like me go into hospital, they know that they need to make really small changes that can make a really big effect. So some of these are a hospital passport. This is a document that someone can take into hospital with them Mm -hmm. and it will tell the doctors and nurses or whoever treats them that the way they need to be communicated with is a certain way, things they like, things they don't like things that they might be worried about, any medication they're taking. So it's all about them as a person. So the doctors and nurses really should read them and use them and make sure they're communicating with that person. Uh-huh. Um, things like training. We know doctors and nurses in their pre-job training don't know learning disability or they haven't been trained. Mm. So we're going to be hoping to deliver training through the campaign. So that's going to be really important. We're also running campaigns workshops up and down the country for people with learning disabilities and their family members to say, when you go into hospital, these are your rights. These are the things you should know about and actually really challenge the doctors and nurses and people who treat you and say, you know this law, you know this right, you're not, you know the rights you're allowed to have. So yeah, it's, it's really important, but it's really exciting. Yeah, it sounds really positive because thinking about it, I think for anyone, when you go to the hospital, it can be really daunting, yeah. uh, you know, quite, you know, it's a very anxious time and this, that and the other. So any support, I think for both sides, really yes. can be very important. Yes, definitely. And also this campaign marks the 10 year anniversary of our Death by Indifference campaign. Okay. And the Death by Indifference campaign was a campaign that launched 10 years ago, where sadly, a group of adults with a learning disability died in NHS care. Oh. And so what we want to do, we don't want to tell the NHS off. We want to say to the NHS, if we can work with you and make these changes, your work will be better, will save more lives of people with learning disabilities, and they should have equal access to health care like anyone else, mm-hmm. and things will change. So it's a really positive campaign. 
Fantastic. Yeah, positive and constructive and yeah. moving forward, which is so, so important. Yeah. And actually talking about some of the other campaigns that we've seen from Mencap over time, I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was now, we were talking about Changing Places, yeah. which was a, a big campaign. And I must say, walking around and about, I've seen so many more mm. uh, of these areas and a lot more of a, of a mention of it. So it must be really good to see that gaining momentum and support. The Changing Places campaign is really important. Again, like Treat Me Well... Changing places is really important because imagine if you are a young person with a really severe learning disability or physical disability. If you wanted to go out into the community for the day with your family, but you needed to be changed, and if you had problems controlling your bladder and you needed to be changed and there isn't this changing places toilet there, that means people can't go out, enjoy time out with their family because they have to be stuck indoors. And so it's great. There are now over, I believe, a thousand changing places toilets up and down the UK. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Um, and so Mencap have now handed that baton over to Muscular Dystrophy UK. OK. So they're now kind of running that campaign, which is fantastic. Um, so lots of well-known people, lots of parent carers, lots of kind of celebrities are getting on the back of it now and really helping to raise awareness of the, that issue. Really good. Really good to see some support for that one then. Yeah. Really good. And uh, you were saying earlier on you've been doing a lot of travelling. Was that with the Treat Me Well or have you been up to other things across the country? Um, yes. No, main, mainly with the Treat Me Well campaign. Um, I've been to Essex. I've been to Canterbury. <laughs> oh, nice. I've, I've been all around the south of England. So a lot of my work is around the south of England because obviously that's where I live mm. um, and it's easy for me to get to. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really exciting. So I get to go to new places, meet new people, talk about our work, which I'm so, so proud to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very lucky that I get to help have a voice for people with a learning disability. Well, it's good to hear that you're sharing your passion across the South. Mm. We need more people like you doing that, which is good. And it's not just across the South that you've been uh, sharing the story and you've been hitting the limelight, because there was a certain video on uh, social media, on Twitter... A little while ago, uh, where you got a mention from somebody quite noticeable. Yes, this this is to do with Bono from U2. It is yes. indeed. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, um, I know that they were rehearsing for their tour, which they're about to go off and do. Uh-huh. They were rehearsing in a venue in Montreal in Canada for their tour. And so my friend Anna Pachilli who is this amazing teacher at a special needs school in Montreal. Mm. I knew what a massive U2 fan she was. And so her and her students created a play called Wide Awake, and it was based on U2. Okay. So they got in touch with me through social media, as everybody else does. (laughs) And they said... We're doing this play about you two. We would love you to see it, and we'd love you to know about it. So I said, great. So I had a Skype call with her and her students so I could meet them all online. So obviously, Mencap, you know, wouldn't send me to Canada. Um, so um, I saw them on Skype, talked to them about their play. They gave me a little bit of a sneaky kind of look into it. Nice. Got to get the exclusive. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I said, right, you know, keep in touch and let me know how it goes. So they Mm. kept in touch. And then a couple of weeks ago, she was down at the venue where you two were rehearsing for the current tour. Ah. And she saw Bono and she said, 
you know, I would love my students to meet him because I've met him now. So I got in touch with U2 HQ and kind of said, look, I know this amazing lady. She works at a special needs school. They've done this amazing play. Would there be any chance of them meeting her? And I know it's really cheeky, but like kind of I, I, I was a bit like, you know, I really want, wanted them to meet them. Mm. And so Bono came out and he met her students and they had to chat outside the venue. Oh, amazing. Got pictures. And so while she was chatting to Bono, she dropped my name into it. <laughs> and she said, oh, Kira Lawrence Edge's cousin said. And Bono then was lovely about me. And that was really lovely. So, yeah, I got famous thanks to Bono. Well, there you go. I mean, not many people have got that. You can say, oh, I'm, I'm famous thanks to Bono. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's really good. And I've, I've, of course, I've grown up with Bono. I've known him and his wife, Ali, since I was a toddler. I've grown up knowing them. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, that was really lovely because they've got to know me over the years. I've got to know them. And, you know, to be called that by him is really lovely. Mm. And, you know, to know that he knows about me and my work is just really wonderful. Um, so I'm very proud and lucky to kind of have that mention of him. I bet, I bet. And it's there, immortalised in the world of social media. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm very, I'm very grateful. Very good, very good. Uh, well, thank you very much for speaking to us this no afternoon and catching us up on all the brilliant work that you are doing, mm-hmm. as always, and I'm sure we will catch up again soon. Brilliant. Thanks so much, James. Not a problem. Good to speak to you, Kira. Bye now. So there we go. That is Kira Lawrence, who's been telling us the latest on her fantastic work. And if you want to find out more, we will put some more information on the Twitter feed for you uh, so you can catch up with that very soon. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.